3: Welcome inside hour two, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, Ephraim Salam, in for Harmon, and I feel like his intro just gets longer and longer every single time, Ephraim, longer, longer. Ephraim was born in 1986. Eighty <laughs> six? Uh, wow, what we, year were you born?
4: I not eighty six. I, 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 I didn't tell you that. I was in double digits by eighty six. Man, I'm forty five years old. I was born in seventy six.
3: I was giving. I was giving you some more credit. Oh
4: uh, okay. no, I take all my years, man. Give them all to me.
3: All right, all right. I,
4: I, I earned every single year.
3: Oh, look at you, bicentennial baby! Look at you, man! <laughs> look at you. Hey, you and my mom were born on the same day. That's oh, you really? Boy, born on June nineteenth. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah. I, I
4: knew it was something about your mom yeah. that I, I I really liked. <laughs> Never met her, but it just it just I felt an aura about her.
3: <laughs> hey, you want a great birthday story? Just real quick. This is about three years ago. You, uh, we were doing the show at night, you know, normally doing it from, from our, our station in Sherman Oaks. You know, now we're doing it from there. We're doing it from home with COVID and all coming back. And I go to El Pollo Loco, which is right, right across, across the street from yep. the right? So I go in there and I always known, look, people who were born on my birthday, right? You know what celebrities are born on your birthday and everything else. And I've always known that, you know, just Mike Epps, not only was he born on my birthday, but he, we were born the exact same day. Just one of those things. Like, I've always known that. So I go into a Pollo Loco, and I'm there with Justin Frostberg, our producer, and, and Harmon, and we're there, and I walk in. And Mike Epps is there. And we walk over, and, and Frostberg knew him from something. He walked over. and he goes, hey, Mike, Justin. Oh, hey, how you doing? He's talking. I go, hey, Mike Jason. He goes, how you doing? How you doing? Great. Really nice guy. And I go, you know, it's crazy, uh, but can I tell you something? I go, you and I were born on the exact same day. He goes really? I said yes. I said November eighteenth, nineteen seventy. You were you and I were born on the exact same day. He goes wow. Uh, what time were you born? I go oh I was born at night. What about you? He goes oh I, I don't know. <laughs> and I said okay. And then he like he didn't know what to say. He says were you, what time were you born? I, I, were you born at night? Yeah. What time were you born? Yeah. I, I don't know. And I was like, I don't know what to do with that. Like, was that a question where I, I I should have known something? Like, I I don't know. Like, did I miss something there in the translation? But know what it was, was for. the
4: hey, just leave me alone. I'm trying to eat my chicken. <laughs> oh, he to, was
3: actually waiting for it. trying, trying to eat my chicken
4: know. taco here. No, no,
3: no, 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 no. no. I, I I don't do that. I don't walk up to people either. He was waiting for his food in line, so I figured, okay, you know, we're we're talking. Hey we're man, okay. that was
4: I'm so good. All right. You brought on my birthday. All right. All right, leave me alone. I'm trying to eat my chicken wrap.
3: Yeah. <laughs> He was, he again, he was waiting. If he was eating, I wouldn't have done that because I'm not that guy. But he was waiting in line, so we were talking to him a bit.
4: Mike's, he's, Mike is cool, man. We've done a couple movies with Mike.
3: Is he going to be in your uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air no, reboot? No, 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 no. No? you sure?
4: Yeah, I'm positive.
3: Oh, okay. Well, all right. Next time I see him, I say, hey, you know, Ephraim said there's no way you're getting near that reboot. I don't know really? why is he's that, so he, anti He's, he's
4: doing a TV show already, okay? But, guys, you could do more than one TV show.
3: Nah, it doesn't quite work that way. (laughs) Really? I see people in more than one TV show all the
4: time. Uh, It's different for black people. Oh,
3: (laughs) okay.
5: Yeah,
4: Yeah, it is. All right. Yeah, it's a a little bit different.
3: You know, it's just
4: uh, (laughs) (laughs) one TV show at a uh, time. is what it is.
3: You know. All right. Well, you're in one TV show. They're they're working on it, Mike. They're they're they're,
4: they're working on it. Okay, (laughs) we try to level this thing out a little bit
3: hey i got some free time i'm rapping on tuesday no 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 you're you're in one tv show you're all good we're, we're done we're gonna have somebody else in oh all right you know what hey but not you we're gonna get omar epps that's great that's so, all right so <laughs> mike you hear that we're gonna get omar epps thank you for reminding me you that. know what i
4: love omar too did a movie with omar as well Great. did dude. you what did
3: you, you do with omar juice uh,
4: no no oh, okay. <laughs> i was like 17 <laughs> when that came out <laughs> No, we all right. we uh we did a movie called uh Traffic with him and Paula Patton and it was uh it was pretty good.
3: Oh, okay. Was that the horror movie?
4: Yeah, when well, they got uh well it wasn't horror but they got um sex trafficked and you know putting in the back of the trucks and and all oh, that. Oh, right, right. Crazy.
3: Okay. Yeah, good. Oh, nice. All right. Hey, uh hey, uh, next time you see Paula Patton tell her I said she was the best female co-star Tom Cruise has had in the Mission Impossible movies. She yeah, was, she was I good. wish she was going to be good. in more of. I wish she'd been more of. She was great.
4: She was great in uh, Deja Vu. Like she was real. That was her first, you know, breakout starring role in Deja Vu with Denzel. And well,
3: that's like 15 years ago. Oh then. yeah, that's,
4: right? that's quite a. Yeah, she came into the game earlier in her in her later in her 30s. And uh, what you what people most people don't know her first role was. Bar girl number nine in Hitch. Remember uh, Will Smith's Hitch? Oh yeah, okay. Remember he walks up to the girl, and he was like, "Watch this." He walks up to the girl, and he puts the money in her hand, and was like, "Hey, uh, two Coronas over here at table two, two, and walks away. And she comes over and was like, "Hey, I don't, I'm not a waitress. I don't work here." And then he started, you know, rapping to her and
3: all of that. That was her like first. Oh. You know, nice i remember deja vu was the one where they they were trying to solve the crime and they could go back in time yeah yeah, like a few days and and do it oh nice okay all right oh i like that one that was a good movie i like that That okay very good all right you did that movie
4: no what no
3: I'm trying to give you credit for all these movies. No,
4: don't give me credit for movies. I tried to give you credit done. for
3: Juice. I tried to give you credit for Deja Don't Mavu. do that.
4: I did not do any of those. I'm fans of those movies.
3: Didn't you do Wonder Woman 84? Because no, I had questions I about
4: that. I definitely one. didn't do that.
3: Because that was terrible. I, oh, really, I, I blame my you for that.
4: Goodness. Don't blame me.
3: <laughs> I, you know what? Speaking of that, I have a
4: question. The way the Marvel universe has seemingly taken us into the future, into outer space, other planets. Why can't DC get Wonder Woman to run down the street and it not look like a video game? <laughs> That's it. That's the only question I have. When she was running down the street in the desert, running by those tanks, I was like, uh-uh, nope, 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 nope. Like, Avengers lifted a whole city into the sky. Mm-hmm. They can't have they can't have her run down the street
3: the city is flying i have a bow and arrow none of this makes sense i was like okay yeah no it's tough listen dc is really the junior varsity of, of superhero movies compared to Marvel. And they, I mean, start, they really started yeah. it, though, with Batman. Yeah, but Batman, But listen, people have had it with Batman. Oh, he's dark and he's brooding and he's really damaged. And oh, I really need that. No, people don't need that. People, they should
4: have locked Christopher Nolan in for the rest of DC Universe's movies. Because that trilogy, that Dark Knight trilogy, goodness gracious. Oh, Amazing. they should
3: lock them, They should have locked him out of Hollywood for tenant. I'm like, how did this movie get? Gra- how does this movie get put out? I can't understand anything. And it's in the audio is bad. You've Gotta and it go was,
4: back and watch oh, it. It's God. one of those movies you got to watch about seven times. Remember no, Inception? No. Remember Inception?
3: Yes, yeah. Like no, you got to no.
4: watch Inception. <laughs> like you, you almost. Well, I don't want to say that because I don't want to. You almost. You got to watch it several times.
3: And I'm okay with that, but I want it to make sense, you know, I want it to make more sense as it goes on. And and Tenet just just didn't. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, how Tenet was, was
4: was tough, but oh, it's just oh, visually stunning, man.
3: <laughs> oh. Hey, now you talk about visually stunning. Uh the news today out of the NFL. Everybody wants to see Justin Fields play week 1. Not happening. <laughs> the Bears have quadrupled down on Andy Dalton and announced that he is their week one starter. Now, how much past that, we can debate in the next couple of minutes. But, you know, I, I keep going back to this as like, is like, is there such a thing that I don't know about in NFL contracts, From where, like, Andy Dalton would say, all right, it's early in free agency, and I'll sign with you, and I'll sign right now because I know you got questions at the position – but I have to start. And if you go back on this promise to me, you owe me like $25 million. Because that's the only thing that makes sense why the Bears are so bent on, and go all in on Andy Dalton and spent all the time telling us he's the starting quarterback. This is Andy Dalton. He's just a guy. right? It's not like they signed Aaron Rodgers and, oh boy, we got Aaron Rodgers and Justin Fields what are we going to do? This is Andy Dalton, man. The guy's won like four games in the last three years. And, and suddenly the Bears are going out of their way to say, he's our quarterback. And Andy Dalton loves going out of the way telling everybody I'm the quarterback of this team that doesn't make sense to me
4: I'll tell you when you have a young rookie first round draft pick and you don't think he is like hands down ready to go what you don't want to do is you don't want to put him out there and have him just fail from the beginning, right from game number 1. You don't you can't it's hard to survive that as a as a young quarterback. So you want to protect his ego. You want to protect his mentality. With Andy Dalton, like you don't want Justin Fields to line up against the Rams defense opening week. That is not what you're looking for. Now if Andy Dalton goes out there and he struggles, against the Rams. The next week you have the Bengals. Right? Which sounds better for a young starting quarterback? The Rams or the Bengals? Oh, the Bengals
3: always sound better.
4: At home, right? On you, the you're, moon. You're, on the
3: moon it would be better. Right? On but, Mars it would be better. But, <laughs> but I'm saying
4: you go on the road to the Rams to start the season with a young fresh quarterback, they're going to get after him. We saw that Bears offensive line struggle. All right. For Andy Dalton, as well as for Justin Fields, you don't want Bosa and everybody else attacking this young, fragile player. And I say fragile in terms of mentality, not in terms of stature and size or anything like that. I'm just saying in terms of developing bad habits, leaving the pocket too early, you know, uh, throwing, trying to squeeze balls in all of these things. Are very fragile for a young quarterback, and you don't want to shatter any of those glass ceilings, right? You don't want to shatter any of those things. So you want to put him in the best position that you feel that he can have a semblance of success. Starting the season with him is not one of those situations based on what I've seen so far. Yeah, Andy Dalton is not, uh, it's a one-year, 10-year deal, okay? they know, That's just a band-aid. Right. It's just a quick band-aid that they're going to pull off at some point during the season. They just don't want him to, to, to come out. Right. And even if they say, okay, the first couple of weeks, we're going to let Andy go, you get the Lions in week four. Right? That that sounds better to me than starting off with the Rams. Because once you start, you can't go back and forth. You can't start him. He struggles. Then you put Andy in. That you can't do. Look at Josh Rosen, right? Like, he he, he just doesn't, you can't recover. You get what I'm saying? Like, a young quarterback, you can't recover from that, nor is it good for the psychology of a young quarterback to be plucked out when you struggle and put the old guy in who you know is not going to be on the roster next year. So, you know, Matt Nagy's being very cautious and and, and, and very uh, specific about what he wants to do and how he wants to bring Justin Fields along.
3: But but here's, the, here's the, the part about it that gets a little dicey is that the first four games, as you said, at the Rams, then they're home for the Bengals at the Browns and home against the Lions. you got to get Justin Fields in there before you get out of that first four games, right? Because, look, a high first-round pick has to play. The pressure is going to be immense if things start out for the Bears and the Bears start out 0-2, what the media is going to be like, what the fans are going to be like. Not that you always make a move because of the media and the fans, but you know the pressure is going to be overwhelming when you're getting booed at home because Andy Dalton is there, and it's just, okay, we got to get to Justin Fields. And yeah, I want him in there against the Bengals and the Lions. Now, if you don't, if you, you're going to take Andy Dalton out, and not let him play against the Bengals, but he's going to quit. He's just say, "I'm done. I'm walking away from you." <laughs> but he's got like Justin Fields has to get in there in the first four weeks because then you're talking about you're at the Raiders, Packers, Buccaneers, 49ers, Steelers. Then you're getting some teams, some defenses that really it's going to be tough uphill sledding. You got a couple of games, even you know the Browns' defense is good. You know, but it's, oh, they're it's not, good now. They don't. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's good, but they're sandwiched between the Bengals and the Lions which right. are two home games where okay you want to get him in there for that. I mean, he's got to be in by that time. I mean, he's got to be in starting no matter what by the time you get to that fourth game against the Lions.
4: Yeah, y- y- if that's the case. Now I'll say this. If the Bears come out and some by some miraculous you know happening, they go 3 and o he's not playing against the Lions. Right? Because that's a great opportunity for them to go 4-0. Or if they're 2-1. and one, Right? Lose to the Rams, beat the Bengals, beat the Browns. Go into... Now things start to change. Okay, we're winning with Andy. So let's see how long this thing goes. And when you lose 2 after starting hot then that's when it, it, no matter where that is in, in the season but you're right he doesn't want to go see the packers, the buccaneers, the 49ers, the steelers, the ravens that is a that is a death sentence for a young quarterback that that is that those four games th- five games that is <laughs> – i i mean how do you recover from that that off I'm telling you that offensive line is is, is going to struggle a little bit. And you don't – did you see Justin Fields get his soul hit out of him? Last preseason game? Yeah. Like his soul. I saw his soul (laughs) leave his body. right? And that was on him because he changed the protection to slide left, which left the right outside linebacker, Scott Free. And he put his helmet right underneath Justin Fields' chin. And made his helmet and his little headband pop off. You don't want to risk this young man, his future, putting him in a situation and this these are vanilla defenses we're going against in, in in preseason. This is this this is nothing. If he can't see that, he's definitely not gonna see what the Steelers have for him, the Ravens or the 49ers or the Buccaneers. No, not nobody. So he's obviously not ready because he can get himself hurt, which jeopardizes his longevity and puts the franchise in a bad situation.
3: Twitter at how about a Fresca? Ephraim at Ephraim Salam. the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon. Ephraim in for Mike tonight. I'm telling you, this is going to be something to watch in Chicago. There's your sweet spot for Justin Fields. Week two, week three. Week four, and, and yes, I understand. I vacationed Detroit. I'm still saying that. He's got to hit the field to see that game. Uh, 877-99 on Fox, 877 6369 is the phone number. Coming up next, one superstar quarterback strongly doubts the league is going to figure him out this year. And it's not Zach Wilson. It's somebody else. A superstar quarterback says the league ain't going to figure him out. Who is it, and why do I agree with him? That's next right here,
1: Fox.
3: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith show with Ephraim Salam in for Mike Harmon. Right now, Dodgers and Padres, the best new rivalry in all of baseball. One nothing Dodgers with the lead as they bat in the top of the fifth inning. The Padres is hoping to keep pacing the wild card chase. Love more in this game coming up in a bit. But joining us now on the hotline now, a man who missed a golden opportunity today. On the two-year anniversary of Andrew Luck's retirement, because he sounds so much like Andrew Luck, he could have gone on radio interviews everywhere, announced he was coming back, I'll be in camp tomorrow, ready for the interviews. It is longtime NFL insider, editor-in-chief at fansided.com, Pro Football Hall of Fame voter, Jason Cole. J. Cole, I really expected you today to be doing doing interviews, sounding just like Andrew Luck, saying, I'm coming back, I'll be there, I'm starting week one. I'm the new QB1, not Andy Dalton.
5: How do you know I won't right now?
3: <laughs> 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 you uh, call some radio station uh, Indianapolis after this and do an interview?
5: Uh, uh, yeah, I'm... Yeah, you know, it's it's been a while, and so... Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I think I feel good again. You know, I, I, I'm ready to go. Out, yeah, um, I think I'm ready to hit somebody again. And, you know, like then they intercept a pass, I'll run after and and, and tackle him like I did before and got hurt. Um, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I, I'm up for it. I'm I'm psyched. <laughs>
3: There we go, see Ephraim? That, that's pretty good, isn't it? That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good
5: one. Not a bad. That's really not a bad Andrew Luck. When you
4: do you have a Luck. neck beard as you are saying those things?
5: There uh, once upon a time, and then I got married. Okay. Um,
4: yeah. Well, that'll yeah. do it.
5: Yeah, that's pretty much how it works, Ephraim, You know. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all know. We all all know how that works. Yes, so. we do. Although I think Andrew is married, and she managed. He, I, she was his girlfriend. If if it's the same one, it was yeah. a gymnast at Stanford. Yeah, he's and, worth a
4: hundred million dollars. It's different. You can have a neck yeah, anything. Can, yeah,
5: you can. You yeah, can have you a neck anything know. with
4: a hundred million dollars.
5: Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can grow. Yeah, never mind. No, let's just never mind. Yeah. Right. Go. We're go, <laughs> yeah. getting into the weeds. This is, not, this is not going. This is not going a place that we want to be. That's all. <laughs> no. Yeah. J- so,
3: Jason's yeah. wife said, "My wedding pictures are not going to be you and a neck beard. You're getting rid of that right now."
5: I was ready to be the next Captain Andrew Luck, too. Like, this is just, this is, this has killed my career. Like, I've got nothing else. I have, you know, we- I have no talent. So, there you go. Sort of, sort of like you and Harmon, but that's okay.
3: Sure. You know, we, we talked about this last hour that it's just been two years, but it feels like 10 years. Since Andrew Luck retired. And and how ironic was it that when he was there, he was all they had and they had nothing else. And now they have everything else and they're trying to figure out quarterback.
5: It's, you know, I just, every time I think about Andrew Luck, and, and granted, I, look, I am a Stanford grad, so I'm biased and all that other stuff, right? I just think, God, how hard is it to give up on playing a kid's game when you are that, like, you must have really been in pain, mm-hmm. Or you're just really too smart for this. Like, you really know there's something else in this world beyond playing football. And you just, I I just, God, I just, it's so hard for me to fathom having that kind of talent and just saying, yeah, I don't feel like doing this anymore. But I don't don't blame anybody for not wanting to play football, because it's certainly painful. But, man, when you're that good, ugh. Jesus. I just think about the potential for regret in that one, but you know, hats off to him.
4: I'll tell you this, and we talked about it a little earlier. Um, when you football is all in sport, right? It's, yeah. it's when you're playing the rewards of, of winning. It's it's all there, but when you uh-huh. take that away and you spend a whole year injured, and then you're coming up on. Missing significant time again before you even got all the way healthy. And there's been some misdiagnoses and and all of those things begin to wear on you. And like you said, Stanford guy, highly intelligent. You start to look and be like, okay, I made a bunch of money. Do I want to continue to go through this? Yes, I do have this talent, but my mental health literally the 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 state of depression you can be in when you're when you're you can't do something that you felt like you were made to do can almost drive you in in insane and then you're in pain on top of it. I just think it was just a little bit too much,
5: oh yeah, like everybody reaches that point you know it's the sort of nexus of things that you that you have like you have the ability to go do something else, you have all the money that you need, you're never gonna worry about you know this and that all right. So you can let it go. It's just, man. It's all those things that you dream about yeah, when right, you're a yeah. kid. You know, like yep. you, you know, it's just that's that's the tough one. As a fan, it's tough, right? It's, as a fan, you're like it's sort of, it's sort of like the, the same kind of feeling with Simone Biles. I feel for Simone Biles, right? Like, you know, I, I'm just dis I'm disappointed that she didn't finish it out but she held up her end of the bargain and i don't blame her for doing it i just like man you are on right at the the doorstep of you know of, of forever of, of for yeah of of this legacy that no one will ever touch and now and then you do and then, and then you do this and it's like this is the sort of lasting impression people are going to get and it's like man that's not fair it's not fair but it's the way sports works you know
4: yeah, it is, and that's the reality of it. Like she was on the cusp of best that ever, and now yeah. you can you can't say that because once you get into that rarefied air, the goat conversation, certain things come with being the goat.
5: Right. You can't walk. You. Can't you, cannot. Walk. you cannot. You cannot. Just can't walk. You just can't. You can't. You can't walk at that moment. You can't. So, and,
4: and a lot of people yeah. don't understand that. And I was I was coming, and I, I talked about it coming from strictly uh, a professional athlete's point of view, someone who played a team sport. Like yep. what you can't do is bring us to the promised land. It's about, and I equated it to like if if Tom Brady came out in the first quarter of the Super Bowl this past season and came back in the second quarter and looked in the huddle and was like, "Hey guys, I I I don't have it." i i i i gotta go and and
5: left <laughs> i mean he would be could you imagine, he, he would be you you could you might as well throw out the seven super Bowl oh it's right? gone like, it's gone <laughs> it's so, no matter it's what so he's absurd, done prior to is. that it doesn't
4: matter <laughs> could you imagine uh, that that'd be
5: just <laughs> it'd be- it would be it would be the ultimate incomplete insanity if a player like that. But eh, you know, I just can't do this anymore in the middle of a game. I remember the who's the corner it was? Uh, oh yeah, he uh, he just left. At ha- <laughs> yeah, was he left at halftime. Yeah, his brother was a tight end at the 49ers. What am I, who am I thinking of? Uh,
3: uh, it was uh, he, the, was it that story? Oh, by the way, just uh, this is not yeah. this does not involve the New York Jets. Oh, uh, no. right? Devontae
4: Davis. Yeah, Davis. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah, But the, the yeah, uh, yeah, so Davis, but. Yeah, like quit at halftime. I'm mean, like everybody made fun of him. Like, I don't blame him for if you're done, you're done. You know, like or it's like the old saying, if you're thinking about retiring, you're already gone. Oh good, right? yeah. It's it's over. Yeah, you're 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 done. Right. But yeah, the Jets as for the Jets, I mean look, they quit in nineteen sixty nine, right? Like they walked out. After the fur field. coat
4: after the fur coat it was over.
5: Oh, absolutely. The it, fur coat, you know, like yeah, it's just like, oh, we're done. They yeah. jumped the shark with They're, the fur coat. Oh, absolutely. That, that's, you know, when, when Joe Willie did that and, you know, Leon Hess just couldn't do it anymore, right? He just, you know, and it's been all downhill since then. So.
3: Yeah, but now we have Zach Wilson. We, we have the next you, What you it's really have good.
5: is Zach Wilson's mom. That's <laughs> what you really have. Okay? Don't, don't say that you have a quarterback. You have the quarterback and his mother. Okay, and when you have the mother, like remember what it was like for the Giants when they got Eli Apple and they got Eli Apple's mom, how did that turn out? Not so good.
3: Well, when does your book come out? Aren't you writing the uh the biography uh, co-writing the
5: biography with Zach Wilson's mom?: I am okay, good. Yeah. good. Now, how long until it comes out? Yeah, yeah. oh it's, um we're we're thinking about game three. Okay. <laughs> okay. Working a, title is Zach a, Wilson's a,
3: Mom has got it's it going it's a on. Quick
5: read, huh? <laughs> Zach Wilson's mom has got it going on. Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's a quick read. It's really, really quick. <laughs> well, it's oh, like I the know. seven Tim Tebow biographies. They are all quick reads. Yes. <laughs> very, and then very I was, quick. And then I was at New York Mets. And they sold a lot of my jerseys. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much how it's gone. All right. Here, he and then is... I was, a, and I was a Jet, and I was an Eagle, and I was a Patriot, and then I was a Jaguar, and then and I was I a didn't tight end. I training camp with any of them, basically.
3: That's a long <laughs> book. Maybe, maybe, maybe the book can be: Hey, the summer with Zach Wilson's mom and Tim Tebow. Maybe that's the book.
5: I'd read summer that. Of, I'd read the that. The Summer of Tebow Wilson. Yeah, this sounds... Yeah, this sounds... There you go. Um, yeah, I think this is James Michener kind of stuff. Yeah, It is. Really. Is. <laughs> Jacksonville. <laughs> like that that seven-book series on Hawaii that Michener did or whatever it was. Yeah, I can see seven volumes on The, the Summer uh, of Tebow and Zach Wilson's mom. Yes, yeah, did, exactly what I said. Did you have any, like, real football questions you wanted to ask? <laughs>
3: Well, I really thought you were going to come on and do the whole uh, "Hey, I'm Andrew Luck and I've unretired." You missed the we missed the boat on that.
5: I'm i have sort of, had of practice with it because I haven't heard him. I, I used to go on this indie station every Tuesday, and I would do it because they would play a couple of his his answers, and I could get the cadence down really well, and <laughs> and people really thought it was Andrew Luck a couple of times coming on, and that was it was glori- glorious. Um, it really was. Um, but, yeah, God, he just killed that. I w- that was going to be a cottage industry. Like, I was going to do uh, motivational speaking as Andrew Luck. Um, <laughs> it, I just, you know, I had it all laid out. I had yeah, and you said you didn't have talent. any talent. Come on. Well, I, I had I had one I had one accidental gift. I sounded like a star quarterback, and he ruined it. He just absolutely ruined it for me, like completely. Right, right when he you were down, into your room. I, I called his dad afterwards. I was so angry with Al, Oliver; it was unbelievable.
3: <laughs> See, I feel the same way because you know, you know, honestly, you know what my best impression is is Brad Childress. But it's not; it, it, it wasn't Brad enough for Childress. me. To, I had a great, Why would anybody? Oh. Why would anybody imitate Chili? Oh, well, you know, with the Favre stuff and everything going on, I had a great Brad Childress impression. You know, when he
5: was there as a coach, it was fun. Oh, uh, we uh That's just your Jerry Jones impersonation uh, without the that's, Southern accent. That's, not, that's all that is. That's not any good. It's the same accent you just do over and over again.
3: Listen, I heard the luck guy on the radio on the Fox show what, saying he's I coming you, back.
5: You, it's a terrible. It's just the worst. It, mine might be worse than that, but I don't claim to do this and try and make money off of it. I just do it because you do it because we eventually talk about cowboy bees and even doesn't know anything about cowboy bees. Let me tell you something. <laughs> we are going to sell you something. It's a little bit of foghorn leghorn when you get to it. It really is foghorn um, leghorn. And, leghorn. I say, say that's Fog a joke. I say that's a joke, son. Foghorn was a le- was a legend. I'm only slightly racist, but still a legend. Let's just that, say that. That boy's
3: about as sweaty as a headband in a fireman's helmet. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, Foghorn Leghorn
5: had some good I, ones. I say, I say, I say, I say boy.
3: <laughs> you can follow him on Twitter at Jason Cole sixty two or at Captain sixty two. The book as on I'm the changing summer- it today. The book on the summer of Tebow's mom and, uh, sorry, Tebow's mom, of Zach Wilson's mom. You know what? I blew the line. Forget it. The book is Elway, A Relentless Life. Uh, that's an actual book that he wrote with words and adjectives and adverbs and everything. Uh, you can get it. Barnes and Noble, Amazon.com. Phenomenal read. Uh, as always, J. Cole, thank you for your time, uh, uh, regardless mm-hmm. as to whether or not you are Andrew Luck or not. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Later, Thanks, guys. JC. Bye. <laughs> <Let's> see it. <ya. laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could have went on for hours. It, yeah. Oh, he's oh, you kidding? He's awesome. He's awesome. He, but he does. He does. You know, there's times when I've had him on, like when he first started coming on the show. Like we first, when Harmon and I first started, like six, seven years ago, and he would come on the show, and 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 you know, people would tune in halfway, and they would hear him talking, go, "Oh my God, Andrew Luck's doing an interview." <laughs> you know he's saying things like, you know, like he does on the show, go to uh, Jerry Jones and Cowboy Bee Like, what is? What are you talking about? People actually thought it was Andrew Andrew Luck for a little bit.
4: That's funny. Mm. And dangerous. They're all yes, at the same time. It, it,
3: it is, yes. So you have to make sure if you, it wasn't really Andrew Luck, but what if it was? It wasn't really, really that Andrew
4: That's Luck. like listening to Howard Stern. You just pop on Howard Stern, and then you hear like Arnold Schwarzenegger or George Takei or, or some of these uh, people that they impersonate all the time. You're like, oh, my God, Arnold Schwarzenegger's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he did what with a monkey and a zebra and a maid? <laughs> And, and, and you know, it happens all the time. They got some of the greatest in, in, impersonators that come on there, and they have real full-blown conversations. Like, they had a debate between... Um, they had a debate between uh, uh, Joe Biden and, and and Donald Trump on there that people were like, oh, my God, these guys are completely just... <laughs> right? Like, you, they had to keep saying... Uh, let anybody think that's the real Donald Trump right. or it's Joe not Biden, real. This is not it, real. it's not right. real. But if you didn't yeah. catch that part, you would have been like, oh, my God, they're <laughs> talking about threesomes in, in, in
1: staples. I, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
3: Hey, it's
2: me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics
3: or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with
0: Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for...
2: Terms and conditions apply. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith
3: Show with Ephraim Salam in for Mike Harmon. And a lot of quarterbacks we've gotten to and talked about this hour. Andy Dalton still QB1, right? We've got a lot of big things happening. And then there's Lamar Jackson. Who was asked today about the possibility that the NFL and defenses are gonna start catching up with him finally. Like, okay, they've seen you for a while now. Are you worried the NFL and the other teams defenses are gonna catch up to you and be get onto what they're doing and shut you down? And here's Lamar Jackson's answer. <laughs> I dig that so much. We'll see. But I doubt it. I mean I I I really I really doubt it. We'll see, but but I doubt it. I love that kind of swagger from Lamar Jackson.
4: Yeah, he's one of those unguardable forces, right? Superior talent, can throw the ball down the field. He's proved that. And, I I mean, his ability to run the ball, it's better than any other uh, quarterback ever. So he has two things that, that are superior that any quarterback would want one of them. You know, so... Teams trying to devise a way to stop him seems futile. So what, what do you have to do is you have to take away everything else, right? Like you got to, you know, ball control them. You got to win on your offensive side of the ball. And then you just got to try to make them uncomfortable in the pocket and keep them in the pocket as much as possible. So that means you have to temper off your your rush can't just go all out, have to keep contained. It just changes the way you play defense when, you, when you're when playing against a dynamic dual-threat quarterback like that. And so uh, it'll be interesting to see. And, and once you do that, you don't necessarily get pressure on him, which allows him more time in the pocket. This is why he feels the way he does. Because if you don't rush him, then he's going to pick you apart in the air. And if you do rush him, he's going to pick you apart on the ground.
3: Yeah, you know the the thing with him is that look, he gets all the 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 criticism of oh, in the playoffs he hasn't won. I'm like, okay, it's it's too small a sample size. All right, it's way too small a sample size for that. You talk about four more years from now when he's twenty seven, twenty eight. You think, okay, then, all right, then we'll see where he's at. But it's too small a sample size. What I worry about for him, honestly, is that. They, they they still don't have good wide receivers. They still don't have guys who can get separation so every throw he's got to make it look he's not the greatest downfield passer he, what makes him great is being the dual threat quarterback he is so he's never going to be a guy that can boy how does he get the ball in that window like Aaron Rodgers can do he's just not going to be that guy and, and, and the Ravens just they need to have some kind of system that takes advantage of what he does like the, the offensive system you've heard for many years it's too simple. Their passing system is too simple for whatever reason you need some kind of, of of quirkiness in it some kind of things you can separate so every throw he has to make isn't boy I'm trying to get it one on one to Hollywood Brown I mean really the come on I mean, you know this is not like hey I'm going to throw it up to Des Bryant in his prime he's going to come down with it in the end zone I mean you need some kind of way to help him out more offensively than saying okay we're going to bring in Sammy Watkins I mean really I mean come on Sammy Watkins was great at Clemson right the guy's <laughs> been disappointing in the NFL so I mean I, I, that's one thing i need to see from the ravens is hey let's get a little bit more sophistication in in, in your system passing system here not keep it so vanilla and how about a weapon or two that okay the defense has to worry about because outside of lamar jackson who do you worry about in that offense nobody that's it right yeah they got a couple of good running backs but okay but nobody say, boy we gotta stop jk dobbins boy we got no the guy is lamar jackson who else you have to worry about nobody there's absolutely nobody. You need at least somebody else on that team to make it work.
4: You're, you're right, and if he did have a, a clear-cut number one receiver, uh, someone who can pull coverage, open up lanes, that would be, you know, that'd be an advantage. But you know, tight ends are are his best friend. Lamar Jackson's best friend, and they got a good one in Mark Andrews, uh, dynamic one. I know Nick Boyle's out right now, but they're a, a, you know a, a tight end play action. It, you, you know, type of team, hard-nosed, well-coached. It, it, it's, it's just worrying about him alone is going to open yourself up for big plays because if you put all the focus on him, and then he's going to burn you. He's very elusive, and we've seen that for the last few years.
3: Yeah. NFL's not going to catch up to him until he physically slows down. Slows
4: down. down. That's exactly right. I mean,
3: physically, because there's only so much game plan that you do from getting outside the pocket. He's going to run on you. He's going to make those plays. But when when he loses that quick twitch a little bit, that's when he's going to slow. But it's not going to be until then. I mean, but that's really the only thing defense are going to say. All right, well, we'll wait a few years for that to happen. Good luck, everybody. Twitter at Al Fresca, E from at E from Salam, the Jason Smith here with Mike Harmon, E from in from Harmon tonight. Hey, don't forget, right after our show is over, our Best Of podcast goes up. You can download it, listen to the whole thing, rate us. We'll love you forever. iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts. Do we have a story about a lawsuit coming your way next?